I, for one, welcome our new gentleman, Overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. Max coming to us live from Green Hill Zone. That's right. I'm here in the Green Hills of Iowa, baby. The hills of Iowa. Yeah. Green they are. I. They have, you know what's weird in Iowa, too? They have those those like highways that do the loop-to-loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very <laughs> dangerous. But it's a law. It's a law. <laughs> yeah. Ever since they elected... Let's see, Mayor uh, Governor Sonic the Hedgehog. That oh, was their first oh. mistake. What a coincidence! Also, I love how sweeping the governor's uh, power is in Iowa. <laughs> he can just get anything done he wants. And the food of the state is a chili dog. All right, enough, oh enough horsing around, you guys. Hey, let's, save it for the actual episode uh, no, portion or the the movie portion. Let's talk, let's talk about some movies we've seen. Do we need to condense the movies we've seen theme song? That's sacrilege. Why would you even bring that up on it's an episode? It's 22 seconds long. I'm just like, yeah, I'm let's a, just let's let's cut off that last part of it. I find that very annoying. <laughs> the very last line. There's something about it that's really annoying. Anyways, uh, Robert, this is quite ahead. the conversation to have on. I don't even know, like episode 150 of the. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but we'll talk. Personally, I'm a fan. All 22 seconds, solid gold, baby. I think some people tune in just for that. Um, movies I've seen, I watched. Um, I watched. I just want to say last month or the month previous, uh, National Treasure, which I hadn't seen before. It's very enjoyable. Uh, watched. Um, the sequel, Book of Secrets, uh, not as enjoyable, but I still liked it. There's a little um, Nicolas Cage freak out that I never see in like compilations, maybe because it's just like a little too new. But he has like a fake argument with the. I'm pretty the, sure the, the National Treasure movies were before The Wicker Man. Oh, really? I think so. Th- are they really? I mean, you might be right. I I guess I'm just saying like that's even more surprising them because I feel like this little moment. I guess maybe it also pales in comparison to some of the the really big Nicolas Cage freakouts. But my point is, he gets into a fake argument with the woman in the movie, his co-lead, um, to cause a distraction, and does like a big over-exaggerated like stomp down the stairs, like he's a little kid, like his knees going up really high. It's only a few seconds long. You can find it uh, online if you look up like National Treasure Two fake argument on YouTube. I, th- I predict the 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 numbers are going to go up on that video after this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Bump finally got it. Uh, no, it's, it was it's very good. Uh, uh, what about again, what about I, the gag that uh, my wife loved, which is which is a uh, Nicholas Cage sticking his hand into a rock crevice and pretending something's got him, <laughs> and then he he pulls a real sly. I'm sorry, I uh, couldn't resist. Yeah, it works in Ghostbusters 2 with the toaster. It's a classic gag. Glad he's glad the legacy lives on. Um, Wicker um, Man was 2006, and the second National Treasure was 2007. Wow. All right. So 
uh, Nicolas Cage compilation creators. Get on it. You got another one out to add to the collection. Have have the have the National Treasure two stomping right next to like I don't know Mandy where he's like sawing someone in half or something. Um, I watched. Uh, we went and saw Barbarian again in wow. theaters. Can't get enough, huh? Movie is good. It's definitely on my favorites of the year uh, list. Um, unless some other movies come and just eclipse it, push it completely off. Um, no, it's really good. I said before, I don't want to say much about it. Go see it. It's funny and scary. And uh, don't even watch trailers if you can help it. That that first original trailer doesn't give away much, but just don't even bother. Just go. It's called Barbarian. Just go see it. Um, watched again, uh, Drunken Master 2. Jackie Chan, love that one. That's the one with um, the bad guys are smuggling artifacts out of the country, and Jackie has a fight with a guy who's like a super kick master, who's like, like Sean Michaels. I, you mean? Yeah, uh, sure. Yes. Um, uh, no, it's really good. And then also one of the big stunts in this is he gets kicked onto like a bed of hot coals, and like literally like crab walks to get off, and uh, it's horrifying because he really did it. But uh, it's crazy stuff. It's some amazing, like, Street Fighter level moves, too. Like, he'll do, like, a spinning headbutt on people. Just, it's... just to clarify, this it wasn't the move where he actually dressed up as Street Fighter characters, right? No, not that okay. movie. <laughs> okay. What was that movie? That he dressed up as Street Fighter characters? Yeah, I think he dressed up as Chun Li and maybe Ryu or no. Uh, hey, whoa. Ken? Is this uh, the tuxedo, maybe? It might be the tuxedo because isn't that the whole thing is that he gets to like the tuxedo like well the tuxedo of... I don't I kind of that the that part of the plot annoys me is that like he's a normal guy and the tuxedo like makes him good at fighting it's like but he's good at fighting why can't he just be like no one questions that Arnold is always a big muscle man even though he has different jobs in his movies Max I've never city, heard of this movie City Hunter City Jack Hunter yeah. not might not be part of the oeuvre I've uh, I've seen. You got to check it out. He he dresses up, I think, like a bunch of different. How late? What what, what year are we talking? Nineteen ninety three. To put yeah, it on my he, list. Yeah, look at at least just like check out that scene, if nothing else. Sure. Uh, oh, it sounds good. Jackie Chan, Chun Li. Okay. Um, rewatched Kick Ass, um, which is fine. I think it's kind of like it was its edginess and kind of its style worked a little bit better, like closer to when it came out and don't didn't dig it as much now. Um, I think the finale, I think the finale also kind of sucks. Yeah. And it like, and I don't even, I don't really remember the sequel very well, but I remember being, it'd be kind of lackluster. So I feel like it's also like, it obviously leaves it open for a sequel and that sequel did come out and just wasn't as good. So I was just kind of like, meh. I thought it was like part of it. Part of it was fine. Parts were fine, but I ultimately just wasn't the best rewatch. Um, the guest, uh, why can't I remember the name of the actor from it? He's really good. He's the lead in Legion. Um, oh yeah. I forget his name. You know who I'm talking about? I do know who you're talking about. He's also in, uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, all right. He's a, um, it's a stealthy kind of Stevens, Dan Stevens. Thank you. Uh, it's a stealthy kind of it's a slow burn of a of a movie kind of like I'm sure we've talked about, about it on here before. But um, yeah, I kind of he shows up and the son of this family died in combat. He was in his battalion and kind of gives his condolences. And then he's going to 
peace out, but they insist he stay for, you know, at least a day or two to, you know, get his bearings. And he kind of continues to hang out and kind of makes a connection with the family, including the daughter, who is the lead from uh, It Follows. I haven't seen her in a lot of other stuff recently, but um, and then kind of uh, he maybe isn't exactly who he says he was, uh, but it's it's good stuff. And it's, I think, set on or right before Halloween. So it's also kind of a good thriller Halloween you know, move, leading into the uh, Halloween month. So I would suggest The Guest. Um, watched Prey last week, or not last week, last month. So I wanted to revisit some Predator stuff. I watched Predator 2 again. Uh, enjoyed that. Also, I'm on a, I guess I'm on the inferior sequels train right now. But um, yeah, Predator 2, not as good, obviously, as not in my opinion as Prey or the first Predator, but uh, enjoyable. And uh, it is weird that there's like totally times where this predator just takes out people that aren't posing a threat. Seems very dishonorable to me. So predator, do better. Um, predator, and then I also, be best. Listen to yes. the former first lady and be best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched uh, 28 Days Later, even though I could have waited till October, but that's a movie I really enjoy. And I, I would say I watch probably at least once a year or maybe a couple of times. What? What do you? S- it sounds like you should have watched it 28 days later. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, then you would have been watching it in October. You get it? Yeah, That's almost Halloween. Halloween. Wow. Wait, damn. hang on. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. I get it now. Wait, now, and if the episode drops, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, no, it's great. I. The only thing, but I do, and I do think it kind of lends to the kind of feel of the movie is that it is a very kind of like grainy. It's like, it's not very like hyper uh, nice cameras, you know, that you see every detail. It's kind of like, it's a little mucky. It's very like crunchy. I don't know. It looks, it looks like it was shot sort of like, just like handheld very quickly by like, you know, some, you know, stuff that I've used in like a TV lab or something like that. So, but I like that about it. And uh, yeah, just a great, just a great film. Uh Definitely recommend it uh, every time I watch it to anyone, for especially for Halloween. Uh, and that's what I've seen movie-wise. Max, what about you? Uh, I really have not watched that many movies. And by that, I mean one single movie. Wow. Uh, I watched Love. Well, here, the title uh, mentions two things, so we'll count it as two separate movies. Uh, <laughs> Love and Monsters is the, the name of the movie. Yes. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. And it has uh, Jessica Henwick who was in uh, The Gray Man and also uh, Iron Fist, and uh, Michael Rooker, who is uh, Yondu, as we all know from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the lead actor, Joel Dawson. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. He's the lead in The Maze Runner. Did you ever see that? No, that's not in the MCU. So I, I <laughs> We're not allowed to watch it. <laughs> you should see it. It's not, it's not, it's like a YA novel, but it's really not bad. There's sequels that I that I think are not as good, but the first Maze Runner, I would I would check it out. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe I will. That's on Disney Plus. I no. I mean, I was gonna say I doubt it, but a lot of weird stuff has ended up on Disney Plus, so I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what property uh, what company has fallen into that one. Okay, well, I'll sort through the uh, maze of. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, upload yourself oh, to the metaverse and try and find it. <laughs> Get it from Don Cheadle uh, or whatever, however that works. But uh, Love and Monsters is a 
fun movie, I guess. Uh, the premise is that there's like an apocalypse that happens and humans survive by going uh, underground into these bunkers. It's kind of Fallout related. Is that why you watched it, Robert? I think I just saw the trailer and just liked it. And it sort of, I mean, it is a little Fallout because the other the, the other aspect of it is that st- weirdly all the creatures sort of like mutated and got giant and like yeah, so freakier. So like, especially they have a lot of big... Um, Bugs uh, and reptiles and stuff. Yeah, and amphibians. and uh, So yeah, they the idea is there's these colonies of humans that are like kind of fighting off... Um, we'll call them vaults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's essentially that. Yeah, you have vaults of, of humans that are kind of uh, surviving on their own stuff, but uh, eventually they have to go out and fight these monsters and get food and, and come back and everything. Uh, and one of these characters, the main character here, is uh, pretty inept at all of this stuff and has to, um, like, he, he can't go out, but then he wants to go visit his girlfriend from before. He's, the, like, the uh, only person in his vault who, like, doesn't do anything. Like, I think he makes, yeah. like, a good one good soup, but otherwise he's useless. And he's also very scared. So if there's ever the war, if they ever have to worry about something breaking in or going out for anything, like, they don't want him involved. But yeah, yeah, he is like trying more, to like get back a, to his girl, basically. He's more of a liability. He's like mm-hmm. got bad aim. He freezes up. Uh, but yeah, he's he's trying to get back to uh, Colleen Wing from Iron Fist, and uh, so it kind of spurs him to leave uh, his safe place and uh, go on an adventure. That that's basically it. And it's pretty good. It's a little bit uh, corny. It's kind of got this like uh, the like oh why don't girls like me kind of vibe but um <laughs> <laughs> he's not that quite much of an incel but yeah i mean he like he has a girl he likes he's just going on the assumption of like well i'm just gonna walk to her like that's a normal that, that'll be a normal thing to do it's like not usually yeah. through like an apocalypse i did i did i don't know what you thought but i thought the graphics looked pretty good i think the the creatures looked pretty good and yeah, um and um yeah michael rooker is really good the little girl i don't know who that actress is but she's really good uh that can't be right what am i looking oh yeah uh also played by michael rooker i was looking at the the wrong line there i think i said joel dawson that's the character's name uh dylan o'brien is the name of the actor so i was looking at her name and i was like oh this actress is named minnow but no that's the character name the (laughs) actress is ariana greenblatt whoa yeah check her out in uh everything that she's in (laughs) she's pretty good in this movie she's like she's young but i thought she did a good job yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm glad you watched it. I, I think I watched that twice. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, and it's got a dog in it. Yeah, the dog is super cute. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's, I think it's okay to say, uh, is safe throughout the film. Yeah, th- there are some threats, but it survives. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's all I've watched. How about you, Andrew? I watched a little film. I, I learned so much watching this movie about other cultures. A little movie called Little Italy. The Hayden Christensen one. That's right. Wow. That's right. And wait, who's the who's the other lead? Who's... Uh, just a very like very authentically Italian Emma Roberts. Ever heard of That's her? That's right. Yes. Oh man, I love Italian Emma culture. Roberto. Yeah. <laughs> I love Italian culture. I love what's going on in Italian politics right now. I think they're they're making a they're going the right is way. It, you threw a part. Is this what happened? You had like a watch party because you were right. celebrating the vic- the recent victory. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly right. I Got love it. Mussolini descendants, and what better way to celebrate their victory than by watching a little Italy? I mean, just 
culturally a really sensitive movie, really mm-hmm. funny. Uh, you know, like the uh, God, the pizza, the sauce. You know, it's just it's it's you you're you get transported. Says, like, I hate sand in my pizza, and it's like, oh, I get it. It's like an Easter egg. Yay! Yeah. See, then um, you got the Star Wars fans going and seeing it. It's good. yeah. It's I mean, it crosses. It's a lot of universe crossing too. So like, he does put on the Vader helmet, and it's just like, what? What's he doing with that? And he just kind of like, oh, this winks. feels it feels familiar. Yeah. He winks at the camera like, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it, ah, you know, so and he's like, go watch. And then they replaced like the the Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus <laughs> because it used to be like the the prequels. But now, right updated. now, it's yes. they've updated. Yeah, um, it's really it's bad. It's very stupid. Uh, like, this is a group watch. Was it was a group. A... It was a group watch. OK, well, at least there's that. Yeah. Um, the chemistry between Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen is so like it's negative they just don't like seem to want to be near each other and it's just like and they're supposed to be like oh they were kids to like grew up together and like even though i think age wise i think hayden christensen is like a full like 15 years older than than emma roberts or something but they're supposed to be like kids who grew up together now they're falling in love and their families it's like a romeo and juliet thing where like their families are like rival pizza chains and she's like Okay. To, to be fair about the age difference, uh, Hayden Christensen does grow up pretty fast. Like uh, he's, one he episode, had to. he's a child. He had to. Episode. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Annie, how you've grown. <laughs> um, grown more so beautiful, that is. It's uh, <laughs> not good at all. I would not recommend people watch it. And um, Got it. Yeah. Unless you, unless you really want some tips on how to make some interesting pizzas. They got some interesting pizzas going on. So. Do you think they're good? Um, it would be good if you tried. You know what? I will. That's what you should do. Oh, let's do that. Let's have a, a little Italy night where hashtag, we make every pizza that they hashtag the Little Italy challenge, and we can all make a pizza from Little Italy, and we'll see how good it is. All right, guys, let's move on to television shows that we've seen. TV shows we've seen. We've seen Robert. Let me make sure I got my list. All right. I got a couple little things. I've watched Rings of Power, House of the Dragon, current on both. Still liking uh, House of the Dragon more. The story is capturing me more, at least. Rings of Power is getting going a little bit. Kind of like where it's... I feel like the next episode is going to be like a good one. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of like... I'm a little mad on it. I wish I was not as mad. I wish I was more... Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Um, also, I just maintained sort of the spoiler-free. But like, anytime it's the dwarves and Durin and his wife, it's they're just so good. I mm-hmm. wish it was just a show about the dwarves. They're really good. Um, I watched the like the first episode of Rick and Morty uh, was on YouTube of the new season. I think this is the one that Heather and Campbell worked on. So I watched that. Uh, needed to wa- needed to go and like pause it and go be like, what happened in the I don't remember how much what how kind of a story arc there is over these seasons. So I watched like a season five recap or something. It was funny. Uh, it is one of those shows that's just like hard not to, uh, you know what? Cut all this actually. I don't even want people to know. I <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Um, no, but it was good. Oh, the and then Szechuan I also finished... sauce, dude. It just that's all you yes. got to say. I, I've got some downstairs, and I didn't even kick a McDonald's worker in the face for it. Um, I also you finished doing it right. <laughs> I know I could have gotten more uh, primal, which I've talked about a couple times on here. Gendy Tarnatowski 
season two finished could be the 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 show finale. He he said that he's either does has other projects in the work, but um doesn't really see a third season necessarily unless there's like a big huge outcry. Uh, I think the last episode was a little divisive. It felt a little rushed at the end, but um, overall I liked it and it's really crazy. I think people should check it out. Uh, it's all on HBO Max. And then if you have, you know, a cable provider, Adult Swim or whatever, you can probably find it on there too. Um, watch the first three episodes of Andor. Uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about that on a mini or something at some point. So I'll, I won't spoil anything, but I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great intro for the show because it's uh, 12 episodes i think this is the first quarter portion uh and um the first <laughs> andrew are you okay um the first actual that was very like, funny ten... robert that was a good one oh, good the first uh 10 minutes of the first episode are, are i think are very good and sort of set the tone and also kind of mirror that first scene in row one uh when andor meets that contact on that space station it's really good stuff um digging it excited for more um last thing i've been watching and i'm almost finished i'm on the last bit is uh cyberpunk edge runners which is an anime on netflix based uh on the world of cyberpunk which i haven't i haven't played the newest game i'm sort of familiar with it but um other than like the jargon and stuff it you feel like you can just kind of jump in um but it's really cool and i'm really liking it and uh it's getting pretty heavy and i'm worried for for characters and it's getting down to the last couple eps. So we'll see what happens, but I would give that a, a recommendation. Netflix is doing some good, some good original animes and stuff. I'm, I'm liking it. Uh, and that's nice. TV I've seen. Max, what about you? Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, I watched all of Cobra Kai season five. Um, that show is, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting over it or, um, or what but it's feeling uh, a little long in the tooth like it feels like it, this it this season this upcoming season <clears throat> i think is going to be the last one and it feels like it should be the last one or maybe even this should have been the last one so i know yeah, what you mean just a lot of grown worthy uh decisions choices so forth uh like i feel like i'm i'm disappointed more often than i'm like whoa this is pretty cool mm. um uh, I think that it's hard to tell if they are aware that the um, that the Miyagi side, the Miyagi Do uh, folks, the uh, oh god, what's their name? Ralph Macchio. What's oh uh, uh, Larusso? Yeah, yeah, the Larusso family. It, it doesn't seem like they're fully aware that those guys, the whole family, is terrible, like really horrible, like can't be rooted for. Uh, and and they, I don't know. They they just kind of make them out to be the, oh well, better next better luck next time kind of thing. Like uh, they're learning from their mistakes, but then they do the same thing uh, right away. They they've got some progression with uh, Johnny where he's learned stuff. He's, mm-hmm. he's uh, a lot more fun to watch, I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, also, the, I was kind of expecting some weird cameo i was kind of expecting jaden smith not will bow well i've been corrected uh or hillary swank not hillary duff i've been corrected <laughs> to show up nobody showed up in this one i think that um my the, the 
I saw some video that was like theorizing that Hillary Swank may show up in season six, and that's kind of like the last big cameo that there is out there for the uh, the Cobra Kai universe. So the Karate Kid universe. So I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe she'll be one of. I one the, of the the thing that I commented to my wife about because they um what is the the little the kid that um that Johnny's son kind of recruits into Cobra Kai and like, he's kind of like the, almost like the primary villain of this season. And he's the LaRusso kids bully. Yeah. I I forget his name. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Kenny. Um, And I was just like, I was like, man, this show does an incredible job of making you want to see little kids get their asses kicked because they're such (laughs) dickheads. And it's just like, there's no other like there's no other context in which you'd be like, man, I just want to see this kid get beat up. But like, you know, uh, maybe not for you. <laughs> us <laughs> so good, good, upstanding, morally right citizens. Um, but like, I'm just watching this show and it's like, I just want to see Kenny get beat up so much. I'm like, he's a kid. Like, why am I so invested in watching this kid get beat up? But he's just such a, and like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Anthony is the, the LaRusso kid's name. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. Like, he was a jerk, but then, like, you know, it's just like, you're right. Like, yeah. The LaRussos are not the upstanding citizens that they're made out to be. He was less of a jerk this season, but still, like, not likable. Whereas he was terrible the last season. Yeah. He was completely awful. And then I think they tried to redeem him. That's the thing. Like, I can't even tell if they're trying to redeem him at the end. I was like, was that supposed to do it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they didn't. They just eventually decide it's not as worth it to be assholes anymore for right. a couple like episodes, and then they're right back to it. So like, ah, I don't know, man. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll still watch the next. Same, same, uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm glad that it might be the last one. I think. Yeah. Like eventually, I would give up, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's because they they happen so infrequently, and they, it's just bingeable. Yeah. And because there are parts to like about it, I think Johnny's good. I like the. Uh, relationship that him and miguel and robbie had this yeah. season. i feel like by the final season they're gonna have to sweep the cane <laughs> it is pretty i think uh i think what's his name uh Ralph at least Machio max is... just plowed through it he was just like, <laughs> yeah anyway i uh uh is it, no, I'm, is it i'm responding to it i think he's 60 years old is it oh, danny, hey. danny larusso is that yeah yeah danny larusso it's i mean it's kind of nuts the amount of action that these guys do I mean, there are certain things like John Kreese, they visit him in in, the, uh, in prison, and they have this one scene where he turns into a younger version of himself. That was weird. He's, that was weird. He's, kind of like, he's uh, like a mutant? He's like a power or something? A, he's imagining himself mm. as younger. It's kind of like, oh, I found my center. I found who I was back in the day. But I think they just did that so they could actually have an action scene in the prison. Yeah, I is, agree with that. He is uh, not looking too good whenever they do. They have a couple of punches that he actually does, but uh, they wanted to do a full-on scene with him, and I don't think... I think they they found the way to do it, get another actor to play him. Yeah. Um, I also watched uh, another episode of Light and Magic. Uh, still digging that show. I, I don't know why I'm watching it so slowly. Like, what? One episode every time we it's talk. A little treat. It's a little treat for yourself every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just want to savor it. Um, but yeah, it's still good and learning new things, despite the fact that I know quite a bit about Star Wars already, and uh, it's just fun to see that 
that group and how they worked and how they put things together. I did. And I said, I don't, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like I, I've have a couple like VHS tapes and things about the making of star Wars. And I, part of me wants to go, you know, plug them in and, and kind of watch them again. Cause I'm curious, a lot of this feels like footage. I just, that hasn't seen the light of day in a documentary before. I've definitely seen pictures of these people working in the shops and stuff, but it felt a lot more like Fox produced this doc and it was corporate and stuff. And, and I would, and now I kind of want to revisit and see if I can see some of these characters in the background because mm -hmm. this feels very fresh to me. Yeah. 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 I dig it. I would recommend it. Uh, I was going to avoid it before you mentioned how good it was just because it felt like um, it felt like Disney is just kind of like uh, full of itself in some ways. And every single movie they put out, they put out a behind the scenes of, of like mm -hmm. uh you know thor i think love and thunder got its own thing like everything's got its avengers assembled and the like behind the scenes look at stuff so i'm just like all right like just just give me a show and i'll look for that stuff but like i mean i guess if you're gonna have a full network might as well do that it, yeah it feels like it's just like access to it. baked in now that like we will be filming the behind the scenes also so that there's content to release simultaneously mm -hmm. or on an anniversary or whatever which isn't a, a terrible idea but yeah, and I guess like have it available for the people who want to watch it. I guess sure. Uh, but I, yeah, I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as I I am enjoying it. Um, but yes. yeah, it's good. And then I watched another season of Shit's Creek. Still good. I, I I'm still liking that. Uh, recommend it. And then the uh, oh yeah, Catherine O'Hara did like a great great job in it. They they all do, but like she has a rhythm and. A, like a cadence that is so funny as like mm -hmm. the uh kind of washed up actress um who's like really performative in every single thing that she does how she dresses how she acts around everyone uh i don't know it it cracks me up every time um i also watched the first three episodes of andor won't talk too much about it because i assume we're talking about it but uh, like Robert, I thought it was pretty impressive. Well, Takahashi's been mum on the on the subject, so who? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Well, okay. keep it vague, my boy. I did yeah, come across uh, a uh, I did come across a good tweet about Andor. Do you want me to read it? Yes, I sure. Do. Honestly, Andor's reliance on excellent dialogue is an affront to everything George Lucas stood for. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Hey, nailed him. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's good. I think, um, people who don't normally like Star Wars would probably like this one. And I wasn't expecting to like it after the last two. So it, it does feel like they're, I don't know if they're course correcting. Sometimes I feel like they're doing that and then they just come out with another turd. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one so far seems pretty good. Each like episode to episode is enjoyable on its own, uh, so far in the first three and uh you don't have to really rely on on things tying to other bigger things um it's just neat they did they did say there are no easter eggs in this i don't think that's true i think there there, there were easter eggs but i don't think it relies on the on too many callbacks sure yeah i wasn't I, there was nothing really jumping out at me in particular that was like super easter eggy or anything so yeah, uh, I mean it's not a big deal, but like he does, like he stopped and he's like, "Hey, do you know how to get to up. this, you know, building?" And Darth Vader's like, "Yeah, just down that way." Like, that was that was Vader, that was him. 
<laughs> it's a young, yeah, young Vader mm -hmm. before he gets burned. Um, no, there are just certain things like there's a, a Bantha toy or something sitting around, and I'm like, why do they have a toy from an animal on Tatooine? Eh, I mean, if you traveled really around, it would be like an, it'd be like having an exotic animal, like an elephant, like, like they're not in, yeah, I, they're from another continent. But hey, we like them here too. I suppose I don't think you have. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just it's weird how how uh, important Tatooine is, considering it was described as like yes, the yeah. farthest from the center of the. Galaxy. It's hosted some of the most historical figures and uh, you know events ever. Yeah, multiple legacy lightsabers buried around it. Uh, you know, over just over tons again, of like the biggest uh, bounty hunters in the, in the galaxy just mm -hmm. like, head there for fun. It's yeah, it it just seems weird. Uh, that seems like an Easter egg to me, and it's a you know it's really minor, so whatever they could still be avoiding it. But uh, there's some cool stuff in it. Um, definitely worth watching, Andrew. And if you're burnt out on Star Wars, like I have been. Uh, these past two Disney Plus seasons, uh, give this one a shot. I think uh, you'll find it's a bit better than it has been. Uh, I also watched uh, She-Hulk, but we'll we'll talk about that later. And I think that has been confirmed by Andrew. Um, <laughs> speaking of Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, what have, what have you seen? Uh, I have not been watching Andor just because I I was. Uh, trying to catch up on the Rings of Power this week. So I watched, I'm up to date on the Rings of Power <clears throat> and uh, I like it a lot. I mean, I have said before that I would watch a 20 hour guided tour of Middle Earth. And so like anything that exists in that space, I will watch gladly. Um, the You know, I think like there's, there's fair criticisms of the pace of the show um, I think that some characters are, you know, the um, the Harfoots are not the most li like enjoyable characters to me. I think they're a little too. I'm interested in the stranger, but that he's <clears throat> part of their storyline, yes. and I'm just not as big a fan of their right. storyline so far. And so. I just like I, you know, I'm also like when stuff like this exists because I, I'm I'm fairly certain that these these are supposed to be a companion to the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. And so to have Elrond, who is thousands of years old, uh, be this kind of young, handsome man who in less than 100 years is going to look like Hugo Weaving is weird, right? Because it's like, you know, he, they age so slowly. Wait, but then like, a, a hundred years? Isn't it going to be like a thousand years? Well, he's because he, you know, throw it in the fire. Isildur! And like Isildur's there. Like he's a, But he's, I think he... But I, isn't that a sealed door's air? Oh, no, I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe that's the, right. So that's that. the problem with, and what they've done with this show is they have truncated the second age quite a bit. So a lot of these- The second age that, is like this much and like the third age is like a bunch Yeah, so like this this stuff that is supposed to happen over thousands of years, I think is going to end up being just in the span of this television show. So hmm. I think like the fall of, spoiler, uh, the fall of a certain- piece of land that we've spent a significant time with on the show um is supposed to happen thousands of years from now but is probably going to happen in the span of this show so it's interesting i wasn't yeah. really keeping too i knew it was like the second age i wasn't keeping too much track on like the actual like how many years are going to pass and where we're going to wind up i mean they've already like well i don't want to say too much but they've already like built this thing at one point where i was like wow it feels like that should take you know months at least mm -hmm. to get that far so i don't know 
I guess I do have, I guess the, the timeline is a little wiggly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm willing to give them sure. some artistic leniency in terms of that. I'm not going to hold their feet to the fire in terms of like, well, actually, cause like a lot of these events, hold their feet to the fire. <laughs> it's still <in> door. <laughs> um, it's, it is like a lot of these events are supposed to happen in the middle of the second age. And then there are some events that have, that are happening that happen towards the end of the second age. So, you know, whatever, if it works within the television show, I'm not going to be mad about it. But, um, sure. so it just that sort of stuff where it's like, you know, this Elrond character is going to look like Hugo weaving in whatever, 50 years or something. So it's just, there's, well, maybe know. he gets a spell cast on it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, is just pissed about age discrepancies here today. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, but otherwise I enjoy the show a lot. Um, you know, again, it looks great. looks awesome. You know, like it is the most money Amazon has put towards the television show and it shows like it's a very, it looks great. I also think what's the name of the, the main elf. Uh, say what? Calabrimor? Who are you talking about? No, the, the one that got kidnapped by the orcs and is, um, Oh the, shit. You're asking. I have so many fantasy names bouncing around in my um, head. I don't, the, he has Will a moment Ferrell. in the, sh- he has a moment in the show that, to me eclipses any moment that Legolas had, which is the orcs are like all firing arrows at him and he jumps up and in midair grabs one of the arrows being shot at him and then like puts it into his quiver and shoots it. That back. is, yeah, that's that very Legolas. fucking rocked. I cheered from my, got a rondier, a rondier. Yeah. Not He's, the easiest name to remember, but there's a ton of, there's also a ton of, I mean, my favorite Celebrimbor, my man, my man, my man. I love me some Celebrimbor. Um, yeah, I just thought that moment was so cool. I'm enjoying the show. So, yeah. Do they they use the Calabrimbor from the game? No, this guy is is decidedly more like, he looks more like a little, he looks more like a lord. He looks more like he, you know, loves to sit down and just tinker, tinker on a ring for a few minutes a day instead of like the sort of warrior dude from the games. Yeah. I'm still happy to see. I mean, that's why I was like, Kill a Brimbor because I played two freaking games with that guy the whole time. So, um, Robert, we'll talk off air maybe about some theories about the show, but uh, I'm Ooh. curious to pick your brain about some things. But sure, uh, that's it for me for TV, guys. Let's talk about the movie we watched this week uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, starring Ben Schwartz and James Marsden and Jim Carrey and Adam Pally and uh, Idris Elba. Uh, the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog 1, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, marks the return of our favorite blue-haired hedgehog. Um, before we get into th- uh, spoilers and, and plot stuff, would you guys recommend people log into either Prime or Paramount Plus and watch it streaming for free with those platforms and watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Um, yeah, I would give it a shot. I think it was pretty enjoyable. Uh, I was trying to, re- I didn't remember the details of the first one as, I mean, I remember the details of the first one, but I wasn't, it didn't loom large as far as like, it was great. I think it was just kind of like a surprise that it wasn't terrible mm-hmm. as a lot of video game adaptations are. Um, and even though they still kept this, the video game character on earth, like fish out of water and stuff, it was less egregious. He's been here for a while. 
Uh, it introduced the fun new characters, Tails and Knuckles. Robotnik was very was more visually Robotnik, and Jim Carrey is still hamming it up. Uh, there's a few kind of dated, kind of cringy jokes, but uh, now and also, did this come out right before the pandemic, or was like right when it? The first Sonic the Hedgehog came out in like March 2020. Oh, and, okay. caused, and caused the pandemic. Uh, and caused the okay. pandemic. And then this, yeah. and this, and this closed it. So we're good. And this closed um, it. You're right. The pandemic's over. And uh, but yes, no, I would, I would recommend it. I will get into it. But I, it was definitely not. I wasn't like checking my watch. Like, oh god, let's get this thing over with or anything like that. So yeah. yeah. Max, what about you? I think I like the first one better, and I don't know if it's a better movie or if I just was expecting it to be worse, and then I ended up enjoying it somewhat, and so watching this one um i feel like it didn't quite have the same magic or maybe not the same surprise as like oh hey that's actually pretty good uh like i don't feel like it had um it didn't keep it rolling it didn't add anything new besides new characters um i i did like that uh jim carrey i think looked a bit more robotnik uh but not totally and um and yeah, I don't know. I, I think maybe uh, Tails looked a little bit weird. I don't know if they utilized his character all that much. Uh, it was just a little, little odd. Uh, I, I would recommend the first one before I recommend this one. I think. Yeah. And when did you last watch this? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, uh, watched... <laughs> hey, breaking news. I watched this a while ago and I uh, was not able to rewatch it before we uh, recorded this episode. Hmm. Hmm. Me and Andrew, yeah. I think we, I think we've all watched it today. We That's are right. That's right. Fresh in our brains. We are riding that that Sonic high. Yeah, and I'd like yeah. to. And I would like to say on that note, I think I like this one more than the first one. Like I, there are mm. parts of this movie I don't really remember laughing out loud in the first one. Like I think I chuckled a few times. There were points in this movie where I did laugh out loud. Yes, there there were some moments I really enjoyed, including a, a whole B plot that I thought that actually there was some pretty funny parts in. Go ahead, so name we'll, it. We'll talk. Name it. I will. They there is a, a moment where Sonic crashes a wedding, and um, after that, the the bride who has basically been tricked, her her fiance and the and the almost the entire wedding party were plants. They were agents trying to capture Sonic, mm-hmm. and. Um, so she's spurned, and her and uh, James. Uh, wait, who's the the lead actor? James Marsden. James Marsden. Um, uh, his wife and her go trying to get past the agents. Maddie and, and Rachel. Was that Maddie and Rachel? Maddie and Rachel, yes. Um, and it's very funny because like they're sneaking around these. There's agents walking around, but they're like looking for them specifically. So there's uh, there are people just like at the resort, like hanging out, but they have to be like sneaky, and. She has Tails' backpack, so she's like, "Let's use these gadgets to like get past these guys." Um, which, and that's why I think Tails was a little more well utilized because his gadgets were pretty cool. Just saying. Um. <laughs> was that was that Tails or his gadgets that were cool? But they oh, came but from that, his brain, that, Max. The brain of Tails. You see, he's the brains. You see. Um, uh, they're sneaking past. She grabs like a mai tai from the top of a truck, even though she's going, and, and like this is all like her like freaking out and like when i find the guy who like ditched me like i'm gonna fucking kill him like i'm gonna like squeeze the breath out of him and that yeah she was she was very funny in that scene just like explaining how she's gonna choke the life out of her ex-fiance yeah, i really like that yeah. um and then 
also like and then accidentally like saves her with like a boomerang and then like tries to run him down like she does find like her fiance like finds the agent tries to run him down with this like golf cart and then like steps out of it and lets it like explode behind her she's like drinking champagne it was like it was corny but Mm -hmm. it was like pretty funny how like she's like you know doing the cutter neck symbol and i was like this is pretty funny for like you know a side plot there's no sonic or anything going on so i did dig that um but yeah, we can get. I don't know how much you want to jump into the plot and stuff like that. So I just wanted that I think, digression. Yeah. So a the bit. the plot of the movie is that Eggman, Doctor Robotnik, is stuck on the mushroom planet, and he manages to find his way back with Knuckles the Echidna. Mm-hmm. And Knuckles is looking. He's the last of the Echidnas. He's looking for the Chaos Emerald for its ultimate power. Um, and so Robotnik and him team up to battle Sonic to find the Emerald. And eventually, Dr. Robotnik is not trustworthy, and he tries to take the Emerald for himself. So Sonic and Knuckles must team up to defeat a now super-powered Dr. Robotnik. Um, I did like that they like they kind of like make fun of Knuckles all the time. Like, he's an imbecile, and he's just kind of like got his eyes on the prize, so he doesn't know that we're tricking him. But more than a couple of times, Robotnik does something where Knuckles is like, what are you doing? Like, that seems dishonorable. And he's like, yeah, well, who cares, whatever. So I do like that even though it's a kid's movie and they could just have the turn whenever they are kind of establishing for Knuckles, like, Hey, this guy might eventually, you know, betray you. Mm-hmm. So it does give him sufficient reason to then team up and, and fight him at the end, which yeah. I appreciated. Um, and for being on earth, I did also like that they incorporated some uh, like the temple, which then becomes like a video gamey kind of like mm-hmm. Sonic world with traps and shit. And like, that's good. Yeah. Like, that's a way to like you're on earth uh, apparently on a beach far away is like the Hawaiian resort, uh, the four seasons, if I remember correctly, I think they say that it's the four seasons a couple of times, mm-hmm. but um, that's actually a landscaping company. That's my, uh, <laughs> mm. Oh, my bad. Damn it. Wrong address again. Um, oh, and I didn't want to point out just a little Easter egg. I did like that his assistant uh, robotics assistant who's waiting for him to come back is running a coffee shop called mean bean, mean bean, that which was is a fun. reference to, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, also, a uh, little... Uh, oh, God, I hate to say this, and someone's going to get fired for it. Robotnik shows back up at the door. No, Robert, his, don't say it. His assist, his assistant's like, you're back. Wow. And he's like, you know, turn this place into the lab. Everything switches over. The logo is the bald Robotnik with a mustache already. I was like, how did he have... Oh, how did no, he, Robert. He even, he even says, like, I like your new look, like new mustache or whatever. How did that graphic... How did that happen? You're going to cost Ooh, somebody their job, Robert. I no. am so sorry. Oh, I know. No. I, and that's going to knock it down a bit for me, but uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, it was a, it was a perfect movie up to they, that point. They deserve to lose their job. Oh, mm-hmm. Max, Clearly. come on. Clearly. Come First on. the Sonic Teeth and now this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max, I guess you being the most familiar with this movie, obviously it is fresh in your mind and you know the most. Um yeah, having watched it several decades ago yeah. before the pandemic. <laughs> before, yeah, right right around the time Sonic 2 the game came out is when you saw this movie. <laughs> um, what what were, like, I guess, like, for you, did you have any favorite scenes? Even though, like, I think you said it kind of landed a little lighter than the first one, but, like, is, was there stuff you did like about it? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think back. <laughs> Uh, can I ref- can I refresh you? There is a scene. There's a scene yeah, I thought tell, was funny. Tell me, tell me my favorite scene. There's no, a scene. <laughs> what was it? Hey, well, it's definitely the part where they dance to Uptown Funk or whatever. 
<laughs> um, and you know, are like, and and Tails is making clones of himself, holograms of himself. No, but the lead up to that scene is like they go to this cabin in Siberia because somewhere nearby, a mountain nearby, there's like the temple that has the compass that'll lead to the crystal, whatever. Uh, and when they first come in, everyone stops and looks at them. You got the guy with like the one dead eye who turns around and their tails and Sonic are scared. And then you've got like the guy with like a big scar who's all mean and then like they get scared. And then they look at the woman in front of the fireplace and she's like knitting and they're like, oh, okay, I guess well, that's fine. And then she pulls up what she's knitting and it's like a skull and crossbones. <laughs> yeah, that is good. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a dumb rule of three joke, but like, that's funny. And then later on before they, they offend, you know, they offend their guests there and they get thrown into this dance off or whatever. Um, everyone's around. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to, you know, kill these freaks. And then the old lady holds her thing up and it's like, almost like a mask. Like there's eye holes in the, <laughs> in the pot holder or whatever she's making. It's, it was stupid, but I liked it. Yeah. I also thought the, I, I mean, like it's obvious knowing that it's a kid's movie that they're not going to have a fight to the death, but I thought this, the subversion sure. of having it be a dance off is also, yeah. Also, I mean, the guy they dance off against has a tattoo of himself going like like this, like <laughs> yeah, T-posing. Right. And yeah. that's like the pose he does when he's like getting ready to dance off, which I thought was funny. Um, yeah, there's only a couple instances like, you know, there's like kind of uh, corny jokes and and things like Robotnik. It's a kid's you know, movie. Flossing and shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's and it's more just egregious that like it's a funny joke and probably would have been funnier when it was released versus now where like the shelf life on things just quickly speeds up i'm not at max i'm not saying what <laughs> it a riot i'm just saying like it's interesting that the the i'm the one who likes it the least and i was the one who watched it closest to its release i just think that maybe maybe those jokes have aged very well <laughs> maybe they are oh yeah they're yeah they come back around i the thing yeah. i i really thought in this movie is i did think that jim carrey as robotnik in this is the perfect like kids movie villain because he's like He's cartoony, you know, like his line delivery is like really huge, you know, like he makes a fool of himself in almost every scene, you know, like there's the either like when he's flossing or when he's like kind of rapping, there's part of it where he does like a really corny rap, like he's just making himself like look like an idiot in every scene and it's just like he is he's being the perfect kids movie villain in this movie. Yes, he's really over the top and and cheesy, and he's you like to hate him, yeah. even though he's even though it's just like a weird, crazy performance. Like, yeah. I also thought the when uh his assistant is like running the mean bean before he comes back, and that like he's so desperate to see Robotnik again that he makes a latte with Robotnik's visage in the in the foam and the guy just mm-hmm. like just like quickly stirs it up. He's like, and I like the detail that it is like you know it's the the, the first movie robotnik he doesn't know what he looks like yet but the computer screen does that's so weird god i can't get over that robert I, i'm sorry to cost these people their jobs this is my my hill to die on uh james marsden's phone ring is the sonic music yeah when sonic calls him um and what's the other kind of video game oh he's underwater at one point he's trying to help lift this thing off of knuckles that's right guys knuckles ends up trapped underwater for portion of the movie a portion of the movie <laughs> a whole like a multiple movie. scenes yeah. um sonic reach bends forward and grabs opposite oxygen from a bubble which is how you survive in the water in the sonic game so mm-hmm. good stuff yeah they remembered hey someone played and, the uh and I, also i i appreciated that uh dr robotnik's um drones were shaped like bees in this one they're kind of like flying yeah bees. Yes. they're shaped like bees he had his uh the the, the like half dome 
flying thing that Sonic even makes fun of because it's a convertible in the in mm-hmm. Siberia. Um, the one thing that was weird to me about the water scene is that he has to like grab onto a boulder to sink himself down. And then when he's down there, he, he helps knuckles get out and then he can't himself get back to the surface. I I didn't understand. There was like a weird weight with Sonic where he's like, he doesn't like the water because either he can't swim or initially he's like, I can't like, you know, run in water, uh, which he does do at some point, right. it, It barely makes it to the Island. But yeah, it was weird. It's like he needed to grab a rock to get to the bottom. And then when he did free knuckles, he couldn't like, I don't know why your legs couldn't generate any energy below the sur- or the surface of the water. Also, you just know. sort of like naturally float up. Like you, he, his, he, like he would just naturally, sur- and it just looked like Who knows he was what his stuck. Bones are made of. I guess, I guess so. We find out he's made of adamantium. Um, it was just, it was a weird thing that like he was stuck. Like it wasn't like his, it was, it'd be one thing if like his foot, like in helping knuckles, like his foot got stuck or something, but it's just like all of a sudden he can't move in water. Like, not even, like, his natural weight couldn't even, like, lift him, float him to the top. He was just, like, stuck. I thought that was weird. Yeah, it was it was odd. It was, it was just an odd excuse to, like, have him be like, oh, I need to be saved. And it's like, what, ha- what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, why why did that, why, what was happening with your body? I don't know. There was also a couple of weird, I mean, it, again, it's a kid's movie, so I'm not going to harp too much on it. But there's a couple of weird, like, you know, Sonic is super fast. And then, like, there's a part where he's running at Robotnik. And then Robotnik has the time to smile and then move out of the way so that Knuckles can then just like punch him out of nowhere. Sure. And it's like, is... you could argue that like he's not going his fastest because he doesn't need to for Robotnik. And then, yeah, he gets he gets tricked. But he is There's going at to... times where you see him like he's literally like, I need to go and I'm doing this solo. I'm going to run to the island. And then he, you see him slowly walking to the edge of the water to get mm. ready to run. It's like, well, go. go. <laughs> like, <what laughs> you you just doing? go from there. You didn't have to start there. Um, I, you know, I, I agree with Max's criticism that I do think tails is kind of underutilized in this movie. Like he doesn't really get a ton to do in it. And I, it was a little bit of a bummer because you introduce him at, you know, in the end credit scene of the last movie, but this is like the, really the first time you really get to see tails and he's kind of like nerfed for like half the movie. Yeah, he does. And they, he even says like, I'm just like the bystander. I wasn't going to like go on the mission. I was just going to tell you you're in trouble. Um, but he does get his classic biplane by the end. Um, yes. and the gadgets he does, he has are cool. Uh, but you're right. And it, they even kind of put a button on that. I don't know if you guys remember, but, or, uh, Max, at the very end, they're playing baseball and James Marsden is talking to his wife and it's like, hey, I'm really glad, you know, Sonic has a crew now and friends. And she's like, yeah, I really like them. Especially that red guy he cracks me up. And it's like, why did you have to say especially like, what, what's wrong with tails? Yeah. Like, why'd you do that? <laughs> so it is funny that even she's like, we didn't really get to know tails as much, but I like this echidna dude. <laughs> does, so in the games, is knuckles at all known for his gadgets? Knuckles. Tails. You mean tails, tails, tails. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, also I think we're talking about the games that could also roll into like the lore in like comics and the cartoons and stuff like that too. But I do think he's like the gearhead kind of guy in the crew. Okay, you think so? He's the ludicrous of... Is this from the comics (laughs) or what? I I, I just don't think there's... I mean, there's been a lot of different Sonic games, but I think... And I think Tails has had or made gadgets in them. But I think in the original games, he's just, you know, a Sonic clone that flies and you can grab onto and stuff. So maybe not as gadget forward in those. That's what I know him from. So, like, the fact that every time we bring up uh, Tails, you're like, yeah, but his gadgets. I'm like, well, is that even 
is that even really a Tales thing? They just invent that for the movie so they can put gadgets in there, right? If I didn't see gadgets, I would have freaked out. <laughs> that's all I that's what I know about Tales. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I I think it's maybe just a convenient way to make it the triforce of strength, speed, and mm-hmm. arts. Yeah. Um and we I hope you guys stayed for the end of the movie because the little teaser at the end is Shadow the Hedgehog. Who is no. going to voice Shadow? Who? Hmm. Yeah. Ben I think Mendelsohn. they got to be edgy. I think it's got to be, he retired from Star Wars. It's got to be James Earl Jones. He retired from Star Wars to be <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. Hell yeah. No, you know what? Well, he sold he sold his voice rights, so, right, so he could be any character. Really. You know what? Chris Pratt. Pratt, voice, go. Shadow the Hedgehog. I, I love it. Are we? Who would he's, you? He's every other voice. Who would you? Who would you want to be Shadow? Uh God. Hmm. Me like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, no, you know what? Dane Cook. There kind we of go. An, an there edgy go. kind of voice. Good luck, Chuck himself. Just you know the two yeah. the two sides. <clears throat> the Morgan di- Freeman, the, Dane Cook. The duality of man. Morgan Freeman and Dane Cook. Max, who who would you dreamcast as Shadow the Hedgehog? Dreamcast, speaking of yeah. Sega. Sonic Avengers, am I right? Yeah, sweet. Uh this is a tough one. Uh, who so we have who played Tails? That that's it, the isn't that the cartoon actress who She's a voice actor, yeah. Okay. And then they got uh, Idris. Yeah. Gosh, I think that once you get Idris, you have to get either the Rock or Vin Diesel as uh, as Shadow. Didn't they have a Rock and Vin Diesel joke in this in this movie, Robert? Yes, uh, they say that the they say <laughs> that the owls and the echidnas have been fighting That's for centuries, right. and Sonic says, "Wow, just like the Rock and Vin Diesel." That's right. Nice. Yeah, this movie yeah, is funny. The owls. I remember them bringing that up, and I, I guess it was from the first movie or something, and I totally had forgotten about it. It's just that. the very first the beginning movie. is like Sonic gets to Earth because his long claw, his you know, parent, adoptive parent, sends him away. But I was like, I, I don't remember the owls. What is this stuff? Yeah. Um, now, if they had made gadgets, I might have remembered them. It just it still strikes me as very weird, Robert. You already mentioned this. It's weird that it takes place on Earth, and I feel like I felt that more in the second movie, especially I mean, like I and I think the the temple is a good compromise because it is like it is essentially a level. It's like a sonic level with mm-hmm. the way like they're running around. It's a big maze and there's crystals. It's very alien looking. Um, I would like if they do a third for it to leave the planet, especially since like the mushroom planet looked cool. That was in the starting of it. And it's just mm-hmm. like a, you know, a short, you know, set piece. But I don't know. They have the ability to do that kind of stuff. And I think for obvious reasons, it's easy to go to a location and shoot. And I'm sure like they got money from a four seasons. You mean like an to... authentic downtown Seattle like we had in this movie? You know it. Um, uh, but yeah, I would love for them to spend some time in uh, like a green, uh, the actual Green Hill Zone. That would be fun. Or at least make like maybe the dimensions converge and it starts to become a sonic planet. Hey, how about this for a zone? They're downtown Seattle. How about the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone? Am I right? Hey, that's topical. (laughs) And then he can floss right afterwards. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I 
So there is going to be a third one. Obviously, they tease Shadow the Hedgehog. I think the the trouble I would also like for them to go off planet. I just think like because it appears that Shadow is itself a government project, that it'll probably still end up on Earth and predates Sonic. He's like, this is like a fifty year old project or something like right. that. So like <laughs> right. so, Shadow is old as fuck. Old as fuck, dude. Um. So yeah, I think it'll probably end up on Earth again. Um. But I think it's like a 2024 release date for Sonic 3. And there's going to be, don't worry, guys, there's going to be a Knuckles miniseries on Paramount+. Plus. Perfect. Oh, boy. I know it's what you're waiting for. Um, Is any, it going to have Idris? I would assume so. Hey, he's the voice of Knuckles, I hope. No one can do uh, it oh, but before, Idris. And before we wrap up, too, I wanted to mention the the end credits are like all done in the style of like I did Sonic like that. games. And like the first opening scene where he's like, but he's spin hitting the, the armored car and then it explodes. And then like, it shows like him serving down the mountain um, with the robots and stuff. Mm. And I, I really loved that they did that. That was really cool. I did think there was a few more video, like not authentic, but a little more close to the game callbacks in this one than there was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, any Maybe final, they'll keep it oh, up. Maybe they'll keep that up in the, in the third one, like actually make it, video gamey but like you say he's a government project so maybe not yeah uh any final thoughts before we head out uh no i I think like i said i think it's a fine sequel and uh yeah i'm excited to see what they do for the third one max skip it on prime watch it somewhere else (laughs) yeah (laughs) sign up for paramount plus on prime and then watch it that way (laughs) that'll that'll teach him um yeah i think it's a fun kids movie and uh people are good in it so anyways that'll do it for this one we'll see you next time Bye.